Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Do You Say Anime's Fall Preview. I am your host, Pete, along with my co-hosts, Miles and Pat. We will be discussing some of our most looked forward to new shows for the upcoming anime season, along with some of the sequels that we will be salivating over. If you are looking for a specific show, in the description below will be timestamps for each show that we are talking about. For how absolutely stacked next season is, we will not be able to talk about every show in detail. However, if you are interested in talking about this season, future seasons, or anime in general, join our Discord using the link tree below. Gentlemen, before we jump into the heat of things, I wanted to get your thoughts on the overall realm of next season's lineup, along with what you're sipping on this episode. Yeah, so I'm just drinking some gin tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm going to need it because Chainsaw Man is coming up next season. But other than that, I'm pretty excited about the season. There's, other than sequels, nothing that, like, I'm super looking forward to. Actually, that's a lie. I just remembered something. But for the most part, there's nothing that I'm like, oh, my God, I have to watch it. But I do think I'm going to find, like, a pet show or two in there because there's a lot of stuff that feels like it's like 70% on the mark, and I bet some of it will get there. So I'm pretty excited to at least check these shows out and see what sticks for me. There you go. All right. Uh, and then as for me, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm more interested in the sequels this season than any of the new stuff there that's coming out. Um, and I'm super excited for, like, Spy Family Part 2. Uh, I can't wait to keep watching that show, Golden Comedy, Season 4. They keep on uh, keep the train going on that show as well. There's a couple, though. There's a couple, like, historical shows and stuff that are coming out, and a lot of movies this season that are coming out that I am very, very interested in. So uh, there's a good balance, I think. Good balance of stuff to talk about. And uh, I am sipping on Tucan, which is a uh, local brewery that does a beer. Uh, nice, easy ale, easy to sip on, easy to drink. And, uh, Pete, what about you? What are you drinking? I am sipping on a Moscow Mule. I was given a great copper cup by my mother, so I was like, why not start making Moscow Mules in this thing? So that's what I'll be sipping on this episode. Do you have simple syrup and everything? Uh, nope, just use the stereotypical vodka, ginger beer, and lime. Okay. But you know Maybe what? It makes it, it makes a decent Moscow mule, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's not it's not too shabby. It's but... a Moscow donkey because it's missing the horse. It's, it's missing. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I I just like drinking alcohol. It, this is like ninety percent of a Moscow mule is still pretty solid, so I'm a fan. But we are here to talk anime. And gentlemen, I know that we're so, so excited for this first one that we're gonna talk about. It's Chainsaw Man. In case you've been living under a rock, Chainsaw Man is about Denji. He has a simple dream to live a happy and peaceful life, spending time with the girl he likes. This is far from cry from reality. However, as Denji is forced by the Yakuza into killing devils in order to pay his crushing debt, using his pet devil Pochita as a weapon, he is ready to do anything for a bit of cash. Unfortunately, he has outlived his usefulness and is murdered by a devil in the contract with the Yakuza. However, in an unexpected turn of events, Pochita merges with Denji's dead body and grants him the powers of the Chainsaw Devil. Now able to transform part of his body into chainsaws, a revived Denji uses his new ability to quickly and brutally dispatch his enemies. Gentlemen, especially Pat, I want to get your thoughts on one of the most anticipated, I think, anime in years for the majority of people with Chainsaw Man. Yeah, um... <laughs> Only going first, because this is my first time reading any sort of synopsis for Chainsaw Man. I've seen tons of discourse on it online. I've heard nothing but negativity from this specific Discord as well about this series. About, it's mid. It's mid. Oh, 
it sucks. It sucks. It's the worst. It doesn't do anything. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Um, all but then I see it go online and see people calling it like the best comic anime ever and bullshit like that. So, uh, I don't know. It's being done by MAPPA. That was a very interesting synopsis. You know, I did not know that he dies and then gets like brought back as a devil or something, whatever it is. Yeah, it's not a spoiler. It happens in chapter one. Right. Yeah. Like, I did not know that. Um, I also didn't, I don't know, I guess I really, truly somehow avoided any sort of spoiler for or anything for this show somehow. I don't know. If it looks cool, it'll be a nice show to watch. I'm not, but again, like, just hearing the critiques that I've heard about it, um, I, I, I like Denji, or Denji, Denji, Denji having yep. just the most oppressively intolerant personality to be around. I would not, um, I don't think I would find the jokes that are made at his expense that funny. Because they're just, you know, to me, they wouldn't be. And I think that'll be a pretty big problem for me with this show when, I don't know, like that, that famous panel of um, of him just being like, oh, I just want to touch some boobs or whatever. Like, that's, that that's like funny. But then when you realize it's like five or six times that happens in the show, right? Or whatever, that then that's when you're just like, really? Is this like the only joke that you guys have at this guy's expense? I'm sure he's awful in other ways. Too, <laughs> you know? Like... Like, there's definitely different ways that you could make fun of this guy. Again, I, I have, uh, I'm excited because it's something that a lot of not only anime fans, like casuals, are getting very excited about, I think. I think a bunch of my old roommates would love to, like, get excited about the show or would watch an episode and be enjoying it. So, it's good for, it's good for anime that it's coming. So, I, especially in the West. So, I think I'm, I think I'm more neutral than anything else that's going to come out in the next five minutes. So you guys might want to skip if you're a Chainsaw Man fan. <laughs> I should have put a disclaimer when I said that you should join our Discord. If you're a fan of Chainsaw Man, probably don't join our Discord. Um, we have to talk about it's, it. It's not because we don't want you here, but it's because we don't like, well, we have people who like it now. People have, have joined. So I don't, maybe do join our Discord and join the pro, the small but growing faction of pro Chainsaw Man people. However, saying that, I, the fact that MAP is doing this, I think, is like pretty cool. I think that if you had to pick a studio to do them, MAP is a very good one. And I think the Chainsaw Man is something that, if they animate correctly, could be like really, really cool to watch. Like manga just doesn't like do it for me, actiony wise sometimes. But like sometimes when you have like really smoothly animated stuff, like it can do that, and that could make up for dingy existing you know i i'm not a huge dingy fan i'm not a huge chainsaw man fan I, you know and that, i think that's in relative to like how hype people get about it and i get why they get hype about it really really hype things happen in it um but i i hate fun so you know it's not true <laughs> It's not my thing, but it has a lot of characters I like, you know, and it also has characters I hate. Pete, what are what are you thinking for Chainsaw Man? Well, it's going to be interesting to see how they adapt um, some of the panels that I, I think that stick out and some of the panels that I believe that are not good in the manga, but can be very aesthetically pleasing in the anime. I think one thing that Chainsaw Man suffers from is its pacing. However, if we're getting two cores for 97 chapters... I think it can do a better job at expressing some of the things that I found disinteresting in the manga. So I'm looking forward to seeing if the story can maybe slow down just a little bit in the anime 
and be able to adapt some of these chapters more slowly because I also believe that there are some chapters in the manga that can just straight up be cut and you're not going to miss anything. So it'll be interesting in that aspect, how they handle that. Me and Mi- me and Miles are both people who have read Chainsaw Man, so that's why I want uh, Pat to go first. My issues with Chainsaw Man are more in the second half of the story than the first half. I think that this story is going to be a whole lot of fun in the beginning. I've seen the PVs. It looks absolutely beautiful. MAPPA is clearly putting a shit ton of their budget into this story and kind of like everything else is to the side, I feel like, for at least the next six months with Chainsaw Man. And all their other projects are just going to be like whatever. Like the Yuri on Ice movie has been in production for, I don't know, five years or something. Like they clearly know where they should put their money in and I get it. I, I just wish we could get Ice Adolescence sooner rather than later. But that being said, um, I'm really looking forward to at least seeing how beautiful this anime looks. It wouldn't be surprising if this is like the best animated uh, show of the year or at least one of like the top six or something like that. Um, they, it looks like they do a really good job of mixing both the hand-drawn stuff with the CG. I'm looking forward to seeing how power is adapted. Miles hates power. She's my favorite character in Chainsaw Man. So I'm looking forward to that. Her voice actress seems a little different than what I was expecting power to sound like. But like, I, I think this is going to be one of these shows where... I mean, let's be real. It's probably going to be the next, like, Demon Slayer. Like, people are going to be jizzing their pants over this. It's going to be... It's already peak everywhere on Twitter. Like, yeah, Chainsaw Man is peak. While I tell those people that they should maybe expand their horizons a little bit and check out some other stories that do this better. Uh, Doro Hatero. And just really... I don't know. I'm fine with people enjoying this. It's just... This is not my cup of tea... It's not Miles' cup of tea. It's more than likely not going to be Pat's cup of tea. Thank goodness you approve of other people enjoying this. 100%. Really I have a really dumb question, if you don't mind me interjecting. Sure. Um, just looking at the characters that are here. For one, if anything bad ever happens, no reacting to this. If anything bad ever happens to Kobani, then the show is a zero. And... Uh, also, are there other male characters other than Denji? Because yes. all of these are just yes. Aki. Aki okay. is not Aki is not only like the best character, but he is also uh, the other male oh, character. Oh, it looked like in the picture that he had pigtails. No, uh, that's just a. Dude. And when you're okay. looking through there, the character that has kind of a spoilery name, but it's like an ironic name, is also male. Angel uh, Angel Devil. Is, I was yeah you're doing that on per- well yeah but like what, what, what kind of name? What kind of a name? Well, if that's their name, then like, what what else? Well, it, it, it's just like the exit. So they're the angel. Oh, no, we can cut this. They're like the angel devil. So there's like the chainsaw devil, and there's also the angel devil. Oh, yeah. If you do anything about like yeah. One Piece, you know how there's like gum gum fruits. Think of that, but with devils. It, Where I just any, any literally everything could be a devil. Literally anything could be a devil. The the joke going on yeah. right now that is Kobani. Uh, they're hoping Kobani gets the sloppy top devil. Which is like, I don't know why, but that's that's the thing on Twitter right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, what is What's happening? Wrong with anime fans? I don't know, but that that's literally like. I, that's, I don't know. <laughs> but like, if, if you think it, it could happen. There could be a donut devil. Yeah, so the devil's power is like proportionate to how afraid people are of them. So. You know, like so. If, the, so, if you're afraid of death, then the angel devil would be really strong against you, I guess. Well, the death devil, yeah. 
Like, so... He's a death devil, like a figure. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, the darkness devil is probably stronger than the butterfly devil. You know, like, that's Mm -hmm. how that that works. The The power system is kind of good. Oh, Miles, it'll be interesting how they handle a certain character and their devil as well, because it was a mistranslation in the English uh, manga. Yeah, it was. I I think that they'll go... The, the concepts are similar enough that I think that they'll just continue with what we know them as. Yeah. Um, But it will be interesting. Also, they're my favorite character. Oh, okay. I have okay. issues. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as a red on... flag, as Jay would say. Yes, it would. <laughs> I clicked on a spoiler for a character. You could have told, you could have given me a dozen guesses for what the spoiler would have said, and I would not have gotten it right. I'm going to guess it's power doesn't flush the toilet. (laughs) Yep, that's a spoiler. (laughs) Is that? Okay, well, good to know. Um, Won't use the bathroom after she does. Yeah, no, for Um, sure. So so normally how we do this is it's like a a must-watch consider it if you like it or like absolute skip i think for me this is an absolute must watch just because if you want to be involved in like i think like the anime like i guess like our context of like as podcast people being on twitter discord that stuff like that it's going to be talked about as soon as the episode drops it's going to be by far the most popular seasonal for next season so i think just in that aspect for me it's a must watch i think if you're 18 and under, it's a must-watch. I think if you're a little older, I think this is going to be, like, a considerate if you liked Doro Hatero, that style of, like, goofy comedy horror type of thing. Yeah, I'm going to put this as a must-watch as well. I mean, I, I didn't even really enjoy the manga overall. Like, I mean, I did, but it was, like, not, like, something I was like, I need more of this or whatever, but I think it's definitely, like, a must-watch. It's just so popular that you got to see how they're going to do it and if it can live up to the hype and if they can translate like really interesting still frames into being cool animated wise. There's a few spreads that I'm thinking of that are really awesome in the manga and I don't know how well they would translate to anime, but then also the fights I thought were pretty bad in the manga. And this is like a way to make that lacking part even better. So I'm just really excited to see how they do it. Um, because there's a few tweaks they could do to make this like a really good show if they fix some pacing issues and change a little bit of dialogue. <laughs> you know, like you guys have said, it's a must-watch just so that you can be part of the spectacle. You know, you can be along for the ride. You don't, you don't not watch the Super Bowl because you don't like football, right? You watch it because you're trying to fit in and you want to be able to talk to people the next day about it or or whatever. So I think uh, even if the show doesn't pique my interest that much, I think probably at least tune in for the first few episodes and from there ride it out or or not depending on how annoying denji is to me Um, i guess we'll have to find out yeah that'll be that will be interesting so mostly uh from the rcast is probably go watch it check it out at least give it the old three episode try i have a feeling that 99 percent of people are going to continue watching it it wouldn't be surprised if i would be surprised if people thought that this was like a a negative instead of like a overwhelming positive, which I'm kind of feeling out. So that's Chainsaw Man. Next up, we're going to be talking about a anime that I'm, I'm pretty intrigued by. And normally I wouldn't be intrigued by something like this, but just because of how well it's selling in terms of like manga sales, it, that's kind of like the biggest factor for me. So we're going to be talking about Blue Lock. 
After reflecting on his current stake of the Japanese soccer world, the Japanese Federal Football sorry, Association decides to hire an enigmatic eccentric coach, Igo, uh, Jinpachi Ego, to achieve their dream of winning the World Cup. Believing that Japan has lacked in an egotistical striker hungry for goals, Jinpachi ignites the Blue Lock, a prison-like facility where 300 talented strikers from high schoolers all over Japan are isolated and pitted against each other. The sole survivor of Blue Lock will earn the right to become the national team's striker, and those who are defeated shall be banned from joining the team forever. So this is essentially what happens if we have Survivor uh, in a soccer um, prison. Gentlemen, want to get your thoughts, if you have any, on Blue Lock? I don't know, Pat, you got anything? Uh, I do, actually. Okay, For one, J- Japan, <laughs> Japan has had plenty of egotistical strikers, so this is not based in our current real world, because just Keisuke Honda alone has enough ego as a striker to put anyone to shame <laughs> you know like to really like i don't know i i just i think that that's a funny idea the idea that like oh we need someone who's selfish we need someone up top you know we've got a good team but so you know we just don't have someone with that like killer edge that just wants to uh that wants to score and wants no one else to score and it's like that's like a i guess that's kind of the mentality you would want your striker to have i don't know i i wouldn't myself i'd want a team player but I can see where they're coming from, at least. I I just hate sports anime so much, man. Yep. I, I I really... I, I've never gotten behind them, ever. I think I've enjoyed, like, two and a half of the three that I've w- watched fully. So, um, and one of them's about figure skating, and then, you know, the other is... Uh, I, I can't even think of what the other one would be. I guess ping, ping pong? pong? Yeah, yeah, ping pong, yeah. Yeah, the, oh yeah, duh, that, that, that's the only other one, really. I know it's just it's like what just go watch go watch actual soccer there was it, you, you want to watch soccer go watch the premier league I, we're gonna dox what day to be recorded but human son just scored a hat trick in 13 minutes after coming off the bench as a sub because he was mad that he didn't get started that he didn't start like an incredible six to two game today like go watch that don't go watch anime like I, fuck man well I, uh, let me ask you this does the idea of them having like this essentially like competition where you have to you essentially like if you're not good enough you get eliminated it comes down to like the top like whatever strikers in japan have like this this drama element that is kind of like what watch i gravitate animes for where it's like outlandish that the fact that this is essentially a prison that they are trying to like be better at i mean kind of even if you look at like something like china where they like start having like their children start playing like competitive ping pong at three what do you feel about like that like real world essence in an anime but in this case it's soccer does that do anything for you not not really because it is a little bit obviously it's exaggerated here but like it is in real life too with soccer i mean kids start playing for academies at a very young age and uh, parents start forcing them to start at e- an even younger age too. Um, I just think it's a little too silly for me, and I just can't imagine watching a soccer anime as someone who just adores soccer and lives and breathes it. I, I can't imagine like there's literally a World Cup happening in two months. Watch that. Like I'm sorry. I I just it it drives me insane to think that someone would rather watch an anime version of the World Cup 
or or, or a, a competition even if there's like all these drama elements like you can find those in real life too like those are, that's a real very realistic thing that you know players are competing for spots on the team and also this is and you, you want a striker that scores consistently you don't want one that like blow like you know blows everyone out of the water in in like two games and then doesn't do anything for the rest of the season like I, I'm not a good person to ask this question, <laughs> I, 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 and I realize that. Um, it's also done by 8-Bit, who's done, like, slime and, like, nothing else relevant, so... Well, Infinite I, Stratos, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, how could I... Harem forget? Staple, Infinite Stratos. <laughs> Fruits oh. of Grisaille? <laughs> oh, Harem Staple, Fruits of Grisaille. Oh, uh, yes, of course. My, uh, my deepest apologies to Haz. Um, Blue Lock is my favorite Harem Staple going forward, though. <laughs> Fruits of Grisai being a harem is actually against the source material, and I'm repulsed by it. Um, Sorry, homie. Yeah. So, when you, you put it, it that way... I, I will never watch that anime. Pete. <laughs> I mean, I, I did give Birdie Wing a 9. Yes, you did. So, <laughs> and I, I will stand by that. Um, sports anime? Yeah. yeah. It's about golf. <laughs> okay. My thought is that this, because of the death game aspect to it, um, death game, right? Death game. Uh, do they die? Wait, so do they actually? No, die no, no. They, they get. No, they, they but should it's get like, barred from playing soccer. It'd be, be, it'd be better. Oh, yeah. that would be insane. Soccer. Yeah, they get barred from playing soccer or whatever. Ever so, like, again? Oh my god. This so is... like, yeah, but like that's so like unnecessarily melodramatic that it reminds me of like Yu-Gi-Oh, right? So like, there's a chance, depending on how seriously this takes itself. That I could watch it. So what my strategy for this will be is to wait for Pete to tell me if I'll like it or not, because he'll know. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. Like, okay, so for for me, it's things like this manga has like 25 million copies sold, like something insane where only like Q sells better than Blue Lock. It has an 8.4 on Mal. I see it talked about a lot in terms of what, like, like who who's next type of thing where like Haikyuu's done. Like, who's next for sports anime? And everyone's answer, essentially, is Blue Lock. So, the hype behind Blue Lock is kind of, like, what makes me gravitate more towards watching the show. Like, probably, instead of, like, waiting a few days, maybe towards the must-watch area. Just because I want to see how insane this is. I want to see how crazy this is. The the concept itself is, like, it, it, it feels very anime-like, which is, like, what I gravitate towards in the shows that I watch. So, if I see that, I'm gonna be hooked, because I do like sports anime. However, I feel like this is... We're gonna bring it back to Chainsaw Man. I feel like the people who like Chainsaw Man like Blue Lock, which is a concerning thing for me. So, I am leaning more towards, like, consider this if you're a fan of, like, shonen like sports stuff like i didn't really like kirk or no basket and this feels a little bit more towards kirk or no basket than like slam dunk where it wouldn't be surprising if one of these strikers is i don't know a wizard or a shaman or something like that because why not like it's see i think that would be way cooler though because to, to pat's point if you want to watch people play soccer realistically you can you can go and watch the world cup or something but if if this is like magic people play soccer like that's not something you can go and watch right like what if soccer happened with fucking superheroes or whatever like that's to, to that's what you get from anime that you can't get from real life see you know? i think that's where we can have 
conflicting opinions because like I don't mind like the realistic aspect of sports in anime where a lot of people like Pat just like what just go watch soccer like if you want to watch soccer just go watch like real soccer and to me like I'm in the I'm in the camp where I can do both and I enjoy like the realistic of like Haikyuu for example with volleyball like I- I'm a fan of that aspect of the sports in anime but I didn't like Kirk on no basket where there's literally somebody whose power is he can't miss. He literally shoots a hundred percent from three point. And I'm like, well, that's just bad writing. It's terrible. And I don't understand why people like the show. It's, it drives me crazy, but like, it's just like, it's, it's me going into this, knowing nothing about blue lock other than like, it's hyped as fuck. Um, it's super shonen. It sells well. And it's about soccer. So, I'm just gonna put this in like the considerate category if you're a fan of Kirk or No Basket, if you're a fan of like even like Food Wars, I feel like it's something along those lines where it's outlandish in its style of storytelling with like the shonen element, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean I would say even if you're like a fan of haiku and stuff, like I, I think that like maybe it's a little like it, it looks like the intensity is like a notch above haiku. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Haiku is really popular. People really like it. And it does give me some Haiku vibes, right? You have the orange-haired guy, the guy who has the glasses, the guy who looks like he's a good player who has black hair. Um, you know, it's, it's basically the whole gang. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I definitely agree that it's like, if I had to guess where it was, I would say it's somewhere between Corona Basket and Haiku. Because the scenario they're in is certainly more absurd that we are playing volleyball in a high school. Yep. Um, but I I don't have the sense from this that people are gonna be like channeling Charles Barkley's spirit for sure to, you know, dunk from half court. That would be sick I, though. <laughs> that would be really cool. It'd be very bad in a soccer match, but <laughs> Space Jam is my favorite anime. Yeah, I agree with that. Pat, you, your thoughts? Uh the FIFA twenty twenty two World Cup starts on november 20th 2022 i suggest you watch that and enjoy real soccer that is my thoughts all right so that's probably that's that's i'm getting two considerates and one like hard pass watch the world cup yes all right cool and if you want to watch the usa they play the next day against wales on the 21st of november perfect remember to pirate the world cup though oh yeah because it's in qatar yeah for sure what i know they know they've already made their money from it they they that's true you're right I'm still, gonna pirate. I'm still going to pirate, though. Oh, yeah, good just, point. Just watch it on Fox. I don't know. Easier that. It, 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 don't don't risk anything. Make me. Okay, next up is the most <laughs> Pete show I've ever seen in my entire life. It's called Do It Yourself. Do It Yourself follows high school girls working on do-it-yourself projects. As they struggle, <laughs> fail, yet don't give up on these projects they, they see through to go to the end. The story depicts the lives of those girls as they take their first step towards the future. Guys, I'll be straight up honest. I'm just hoping this is laid back camp with uh, with power tools. I'm not expecting either of you to watch it. However, because this is the most Pete show of all time, I had to include it. Gentlemen, your thoughts on Do It Yourself. <laughs> so, I have a dear friend. Her name is Sarah. And I really wanted her to read Human Echo. So, Human Echo is really long. And so I was like, just send me a giant list of anime and I'll go through them. On that list of anime were so many cute girls doing cute things shows. And um, 
I got through K-On. I started watching K-On, and I was like, oh, this is fine. And then by episode 12 of K-On, if K-On had been 13 episodes, I think I would have snapped. But it wasn't. <laughs> it ended right there. And I was like, okay. Uh, but I can't do that to myself again. Not right now. Not this quickly. Do It Yourself seems like a show that you for sure know if you've liked. If you've ever dabbled in this sort of genre before and you've enjoyed it, watch Do It Yourself. I, I think that's. I think it looks like it's going to do it just fine. It, it looks calm and like it has fun little hijinks and it's going to be a, a nice silly time or whatever. If you've never done a sort of, you know, slice of life, cute girls doing cute thing sort of show before, I definitely suggest trying one. Um, wasn't for me, but it's it's for a lot of people. Uh, I don't think I would suggest starting with Do It Yourself, do like Yuru Camp or K-On or one of those shows, but then if you find you like that, maybe give Do It Yourself a shot, you know? Miles, um, can I try to sell you on something real quick? Yes. What if I told you that the main girl's name was Juliet Queen Elizabeth VIII? As I was saying, this is <laughs> and I'm going to be watching it, adding it to the plan to watch right now. Her name is Juliet Queen Elizabeth VIII. Oh, it oh, is. She looks, her name is Jobco, or that's her nickname, I guess, is Jobco. But yeah, Juliet Queen Elizabeth VIII. Yep. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. You know what? I'm at least watching one episode of Do Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh. Good sell. Let's go. Uh, and people say I can't sell anime. Oh my god. Well, that was such a specific oh. Miles. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Pat, what, right, what's my... your thoughts on Do It Yourself? What, what is this? Why, why is this an anime? You know? Because like, it appeals why, to why, me. Why I'm why, the market. Oh. It says a lot about you, Pete. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, no offense know, taken. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, it... The only problem is this studio, Pine Jam, has only had a vi the only show that they've ever had that's like successful. Say it. Sign -in. Say it. Sign -in. No, no, no. You're so close. You're no, so it's, close. Yeah, it's, yeah no, so that's my point. The only show. I mean, right they've had game gamers was bad. Glepnir was very okay. Just because was very okay. But their one sign-in show, Kageki Shoujo, was really good. So I don't expect this to have sign-in vibes though. So we'll, we'll have to see. Well, 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 I don't know. This show, I'm sure, will have, like, funny clips. Like, this is one of those shows, I think, that you, or at least that I would, if if I saw, you know, one of those YouTube compilations that kind of just rips the funniest scenes from the shows and compiles it down to ten minutes, if I saw that for this show, I would watch that, and then I'd be like, move on with my life and never think about it ever again. Um, Not to be negative, but it, it just... It's a good time sink. I, if you have the time, like Peter does, to, to sit there, go for it. <laughs> you know? another thing that i want to say is that the character designs um the girls are doing do-it-yourself uh projects while wearing jordans so that's fucking dope as shit so i'm a huge fan <laughs> of that stylistic yeah so for me if you're a fan of laid-back camp na na viore these bangers slice of life's this is going to be right up your alley. I think this is an absolute must watch if you are not a fan of those this is probably the most avoidable show of the season so uh pick your poison join me or join pat in terms of which side you're joining us on but for me absolute must watch i mean i would definitely like all jokes aside going back to the sort of thing if you know you like this kind of show for sure give it a try if you know you don't like the show obviously pass it 
And if you've never watched a show like this before, I would suggest trying to, but starting somewhere else. I think that's really good advice. Start somewhere else. Start somewhere that's like more just like, you know, at least you'll know that you'll get the standard for this genre, which that would be uh, like laid back camp or. K-On, something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, come on, Pat, name a second one. (laughs) I, I, like, can I yeah. name a second one that's like liked by people? Um, Not on Biori's liked by a lot of people. Could be like "Don't Make a Mug" though, which even Pete thinks is bad. Hot, so like, hot garbage. Yeah. So like, if it's a genre that isn't like super duper popular in like our online anime community, right? Like, um, and so don't go into a random show and then judge the the genre but like that you know like try to watch something that's higher up first is my advice all right yeah cool so that's three absolute must watches from the from the gang for do it yourself (laughs) (laughs) uh next up uh this one looks insanely intriguing i uh, the pv honestly blew me away it's called raven of the inner palace Deep within the inner palace lives a special consort who does not serve the emperor despite her position, known as the Raven Consort. People who have people who have seen her say she looks like an old woman, while others say that she looks like a young girl. Stories talk of her use of mysterious arts and how she can take on any request, be it death curses to find lost things. The current emperor goes by goes to visit the Raven Consort with the intention, without knowing that. Their fated meeting will soon become a taboo that will overturn history. Uh, this is a fantasy historical. I believe it's also classified as a shoujo, maybe. But um... Sinan, I'm seeing. Oh, is it okay? So... No, 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 no. All I know is going to say that too. Damn it! The the shoujo <laughs> community on Twitter, at least, is super hyped for this. So um, I don't know, if, gentlemen, if you have a chance to look at the PV or any of the art. But I want to get your thoughts on Raven of the Inner Palace. So I haven't seen this before. This is like my first time looking at it. And this looks freaking awesome. The art looks super cool. The manga wasn't serialized, so we don't know what the demographic is. I believe it was a novel. The no- Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this. Got to support my... Yeah, it was just, just a novel. That's cool. Yeah, no one's ever bought books in history. They should really I... become more popular. <laughs> Not on know? this podcast. Really... <laughs> yeah, those are the you I'm glad you're taking the stand to support novels in now in twenty twenty two miles. That, like, that might not <laughs> that might seem like a no duh, but I get shit on for liking books in our Discord a fair amount. I, I posted <laughs> I posted a new book I got and then like no one ever said anything about it and I was like, Yeah. Never heard of it. Um, only, only channel I have muted, so don't worry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but th- I mean, this looks really cool. It seems like it has like a cool, mystery, like mysterious vibe to it, and I like the historical setting for things like this. The main character being the sort of enigma that people don't see or experience the same way is really cool. Gives me maybe like a little bit of Mononoke vibes. I was thinking, or like the Tale of Princess Kaguya, like a little bit. I yeah, feel like, that, I like mean, that's her style of character. It feels like there's like a lot of cool stuff about that. Um, it's it's neat, and uh, if Pat doesn't like this. He's a hypocrite for who his favorite Zombie Land Saga character is. So. Ooh, yeah, he knows. He, he <laughs> know. Well, that's the thing. That's why this is on my list, right? This is one of the ones I wanted to talk about. Uh, I saw the theme being historical, and I was immediately like, oh, 
this could be cool. And then uh, the the fantasy genre is a little interesting because, like, I feel like the the description reads more as a supernatural than mystery or not mystery. Sorry, fantasy. You know, like I I, I know I'm very curious to see uh, where this story goes. Uh, it's done by Bandai Namco Pictures as well, which they've only done basically Gintama, all of Gintama or most of it at least, and then um you're missing welcome the biggest Demons, one welcome to demon school rumakun i'm not missing it i'm getting there okay um and then of course the biggest one battle spirits saga brave there um, it is yes, of course there it is. Yeah, no, no obviously they've uh they've also done birdie wing right and that's their most recent thing that i think they've done actually too yep. uh uh yep birdie wing so there you go i th- that's a good sign because it could be fun at least uh but also if this is meant to be more serious that's kind of bad right that gintama Birdie Are Wing. you saying Birdie Wing wasn't serious? Watch your mouth, Patrick. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. That well, that was the point five. Uh, the other point five of sports shows that I've liked. So, <laughs> um, you know, going back twenty minutes ago, because um, it's half sports show and half historical drama. Yeah, exactly. Well, half <laughs> mafia, mafia story, gang related, whatever. I don't know. I I think this could be good though. It, it, the art style is pretty, and like like Miles said. I'm a simp for uh, consorts and uh, uh, like most people would be right. Uh, Cause it's kind of like what their job is. And I like historical settings in Japan. I find them interesting. So I'll be very curious to see how this show turns out. I'm looking forward to getting into the, essentially like the aspect of what this show is going to be. Like I, I if you watch the PV, the music is really encapsulating. It, it seems like this is going to be a show where, Kind of like a made an abyss where you could probably close your eyes and feel the emotion of what's going on. I, I was pretty blown away by the PV, to be honest. It was one of these shows where it was on my radar. I didn't really think too much about it. The art looks nice. And then I watched the PV and I was like, oh, damn. Like, this show looks like it's going to be something else. I'm, I guess, like, my favorite anime of all time is based off of a novel. Kind of hoping that I get some better writing in a story like this, because it is based off of a novel where I am going to fall in love with it. I'm, I I'm hovering on that, like must watch considerate level right now, because I can only base it off of what I've seen on a minute and a half PV where I don't know anybody who has read the novel. I don't even know if it's like accessible in English, to be honest. So because Uh, of that, Oh, what? What's up? Your favorite anime is based off of a white novel? Well, it has, no- it, it has novel in it. It has novel <laughs> I, in it. I'm, just, I'm being a dick. Yeah, you are what you eat. So it's like... You got a problem with that? Nothing, man. It's 2022. Okay. Sounds like we're, all, we're all sucking yeah. toes, baby. Um, Yeah, this show, <laughs> this show looks honestly um, spectacular. I think... For me, I think it's a must-watch. I'm going to put it in, like, the considerate. If you're a fan of Tale of Princess Kaguya, Violet Evergarden, these uh, novel-based uh, dramas, that are that, that's what I'm assuming this is going to be like. So that's kind of, like, where I'm leaning right now. Yeah, I would say it's a definite... I'm not going to say it's, like, a most must-watch. I'm going to say this a lot. It's such a cheesy answer, but, like... If you get the feeling that this is a show you'll like, check it out, and then otherwise wait and see if people are, like, really hyping it up. Because it does feel like it might be pretty slow for people. I know that we 
as a group tend to like things like that, but other people, you know, that's why they gravitate towards like Chainsaw Man and everything, right? Like there's something always happening and it's action packed and like so much entertainment is fit into 20 minutes where things like this or Violet Evergarden or Mononoke or whatever are like, you have some like spread out stuff. It's like a slow ride and it's very, it's like, you know, an experience that you, you like take everything in or whatever. And you know, not every, not everyone likes that. They like, you know, more fast paced kind of stuff. And, th and that's my thought, but you know, maybe it'll be fantastic. And if you hear people talking about it, especially a show like this, if you hear people talking about this show regularly, the show must be phenomenal um, because it does feel like a show that's not going to be super popular to begin with. Like it's not like a whole bunch of people aren't di diving on this bandwagon. So if it starts gaining speed, um, like a your boy Kong Ming or something like that, be sure to check it out. I think anyone that likes historical shows, you only get one or two of them a season. So it's a must watch for people like that. So for people like me, um, I'm not fully invested in it though, either where I'm like, oh, I'm going to finish it no matter what. I definitely think that after a few episodes, if I'm, I don't know, but very bluntly like bored as shit, or it goes a little weird with the story, you know, and it, it isn't, something I would want to follow, then I think it'd be a pretty easy thing to drop too, because no one's going to get mad at you because no one knows what it is. You, <laughs> um, you can just silently drop it and it won't matter. Um, the The name Raven as well, or the fact that it, they're using the bird of a raven uh, to for the consort is, I think is very interesting too. I think that that could be a fun little uh, thing that they play off of long, t like throughout the story, you know, knowing the, how ravens are usually used in novels and in like stories. I think that, that that'll be something to watch out for. But yeah, so I'd say most people probably won't care about this show, but I think a couple of us might. Yeah. Yep. I think I, I think I'm getting that vibe as well. So mostly overall positive on this show. Hecky Monogantry is another one. If you watched yes. that and enjoyed that, check this out for sure. Yes. That is a that, that's a really good one as well. Next up we have Pat's favorite uh genre, which is uh, we have Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, an era where a multitude of corporations have entered the space and built a huge economic system. A lone girl from the remote planet of Mercury transfers to this school of technology run by the Burnetic Corp, which dominates the mobile suit industry. Her name is Suleta Mercury. With a scarlet light burning in her pure heart, this girl walks steps and oh, sorry, the girl walks step by step through a new world. If I'm not mistaken, this is the first Gundam with a female lead, so that's interesting. But gentlemen, want to get your thoughts on Mobile Suit Gundam: The Witch from Mercury? I'm super hyped about this. I saw the the PV for it. I've never seen a Gundam before, but like saw the PV and it had like this awesome space theme and showed like her silhouetted by the planet in the background. And I was like, oh, I should check this out. And they had a like a prologue episode, which sort of sets the the setting and it's like maybe ten years in the past from when this is taking place. And that was really good. And so that was like, it was like pretty dark too. I don't think this show was going to at least start out with that sort of tone, but it sort of seems like it might start off in like a, a school setting. And then I don't know if anyone's played uh, Three Houses. I know that I don't think either of you guys have nope, the Fire Emblem sorry. game, but uh, if our, any of our audience has, I think it might be a similar thing to that where they go to school 
And it's like, yeah, we're in school. And then like, there's like a time skip. And then everyone who was in school is now part of different factions and they do government things against each other, Yeah, which would feel pretty gun to me. I think the character design is cool. The animation is awesome, at least in the, the prologue. And uh, I just find the, the title Witch for Mercury very evocative, which is what drew me to it. Um, it combines many of my favorite things, that being space and witches. You know, so, um, you know, I don't know. I'm not like a huge mecha fan or whatever, but it's not like the end of the world for me. So I, I'm excited to, you know, finally give uh, like a Gundam a try. And maybe this could get me into some of the other series. I don't know. Yeah, the title caught my eye when I just read it. Um, like, I, I like, I think Pete sent us a list of shows that we might want to look at a few days ago, and I woke up to it, uh, and I saw the word witch, and I was like, oh, interesting. I somehow skipped over the Gundam part, <laughs> like, in my head, so I got really excited, and then I was like, oh, it's a Gundam show, like... Which isn't a bad thing, I, I should say. I should preface, I preface that with that. It's not like it's going to be bad because of that. I just have never been that interested in Gundam. I'm not a big mecha guy either, even though I really like a couple of mecha shows. It, it like For me, the mecha, like that's not what I care about. I care about the stuff going on around it, um, like the drama, melodrama, whatever, the war, political drama, anything along those lines. That's usually associated with a mecha show. So the prequel... Well, it's just, it's just, a, again, I, I also just feel intimidated by Gundam usually because it's like, well, am I going to not get stuff because I haven't seen the rest of Gundam? This is a standalone series, which is important to note. So you can watch yeah. this without having watched any other Gundam and get everything or at least only miss, you know, Easter eggs. and things Right, like, like little references or whatever. Yeah. It's that a makes me feel better. Yeah, like an alternate universe or whatever. So this is like a standalone thing for Gundam. Well, that at least uh, makes me a little more interested. I, I, I'll i definitely watch a couple episodes, see what's going on there. I actually don't really like the character designs, just looking at them. They, they kind of kind of are ugly. I don't know, to me. Uh, I, I, I just think that they, they look weird. Their hair is a little too anime, I think, for me. Uh, I'm curious how this one girl gets her helmet on. Um, well, yeah, pan lunch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, How did all of them get their... I can barely like I I don't have that long hair right now, and I can barely put a hat on, right? Like, well, you would wear like a hairnet or whatever if you were like an astronaut, but um, not like I, I'm sure they have a fancy astronaut hairnet, but yeah, I mean, she looks like she has a lot. I mean, she has a lot of hair. <laughs> yeah, a... yeah, that, that's a lot. That's that's not something a hairnet would be able to help out. But who knows? <laughs> you know, it's the it is the year uh, one twenty two as or ad Stella, and maybe they've got technology that makes their in their helmets that makes their hair shrink down or something. I don't know. I, I'd give it a shot. It's also done by Sunrise, which is a good sign, right? You know, Bebop, Code Geass. So they've got experience in the genre of space and mecha as well. A couple of Gintama movies, it looks like as well. So they've they've got some good and also Gundam experience too. Oh yeah, so, they did all go. the all the Gundams. Sunrise has done mm -hmm. all the Gundams. And they did there the most important show of all time. Daily Life of High School Boys. I was going to say Love Live School Idol Project, but... <laughs> That's a banger. You ain't wrong. And they did Escaflone, the original. Ooh, yep. I mean, if it's... The original series. If it's, so. if it's... Did they do... Did they do the movie, though? No. I, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> That's a plus. Yeah, if it's if it's Max, it's like, it's either Sunrise or Trigger. It's like, it's, it, it's a roll of the dice. 
I'm intrigued to see because this is more teenage centric where it's not like a political war like most Gundams are. Is this going to be more Code Geass? Is this going to be more Darling in the Franks-esque? Or are we going to get that political drama still with the wars that they have dealt with? So so from the prologue, there's at least going to be a backdrop of this p- political stuff, right? Okay. Like the, the prologue has some, like, a basically like a corporate coup happens Okay. Um, in, in the prologue. And so this is very, like, um, corporations going at each other gotcha uh, from what i can understand and this takes place after that has happened so i think that it'll sort of be similar to code chaos right where you start off and you have like the school stuff and there's this background of this war happening and then as time goes on it becomes less school centric and more you know political maneuvering and all of that uh, I, you know, obviously no one knows what's going to happen, yep. but that would be my guess from what we know. Now. Okay. That, okay. Sounds good. Well, like if it is Code Geass is, I had to double check my number 16 anime of all time. I love Code Geass. I think it's so much fun. So if it's anything like that, I am going to be fully invested in this show. I know when me and Pat went to AX, this was like super heavily advertised. I saw so much Witch of Mercury stuff all around the con. I, I think that they want this to be a big deal. If I'm not mistaken, this is multiple cores. I don't four. know if it's conf- it's, it's four. That's what I've heard. Okay, I, that's what I also heard, but I didn't want to say it just because I've been drinking. Um, if it's okay. a four core... Well, I haven't heard it, so maybe you two perfect. are lying, and there you go. Um, we're just a bunch I'm of... I'm not lying, I'm just bunch of liars. Wrong. But if we're, if, we're getting, if we're getting 50 episodes of this, and it's like called Geass, I'm fully invested in this. I... I think this is a must-watch, at least... Okay, let me put it this way. I'm going to put it as a must-watch depending on, like, how it's per- how it's like how it actually is in the first, like, couple episodes. If it's more like Gundam, where I'm not the biggest Gundam fan, I've watched Wing, I've watched, like, the Netflix movies, it's fine. I'm not the biggest Gundam guy. But if it's, like, Code Geass, if it's, like, Darling in the Franks, where that... If it's more like a... Or, like, Gurn Lagan or something like that... I, I'm in. I'm I'm all in. So I'm gonna put it somewhere in the middle right now. But I will give you my thoughts after like three episodes. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. So like, I mean, I I again would say for me this is a must watch. For everyone else, this is definitely a show that like it's a standalone. I think that's important to remember. And it also is something that if you, I know people people often say like they don't like Mecca, and I'm like guilty of this too. It's like oh, it's like Mecca's not really my thing, but Mecca isn't really like really a genre as much as it is like an aesthetic um because you can have mecha that are political dramas you can have mecha that are action shows you know you can probably have a mecha romance if you tried really hard you know i would appeal to people to not let that turn off but if you're not a fan of the whole gundam aesthetic which i completely get but you hear good things about this i would suggest giving it a try it's it's good to to branch out. And if you're not a fan of the Gundam aesthetic and Gundam fans seem to be kind of like this on it, don't bother watching it. You know, that's what I would say. Yep. Uh, I'm probably pretty neutral on this. I think it, uh, the fact that it's four cores and like Pete said, was it, I do remember now that it was getting very heavily advertised. The cover is cool. Like the, the, the cover art itself for the show is pretty cool. So give it a shot. I'd say give it a shot as well. Um, 
again, if it, yeah, like if it, if it gets anywhere close to the peaks that Gundam or any other sort of the mecha sub not genre, but subgenre or vessel for a story has ever gotten, then then it'll be a good show and something worth watching. Right on. Uh, and I and they better include some sort of reference to either Mercury the God himself or astral something. I don't know. Like there has to be something. But about she's the title. literally from the planet Mercury. Yes. Well, then it should have like some sort of impact on her character that, or something. I would hope so too. Maybe she's maybe <laughs> she's a witch. It shouldn't just be like oh she's Earth, it's Earth and then but it's Mercury now. Like no. I think it's like their version of like someone from the backwoods or whatever it's like she's from mercury so she's going to be culturally different than who she's around basically mm. um so yeah so we'll, i think we'll we're, we're, we're most we're mostly positive on this i think this is definitely a show where we need to see a couple episodes before we really have a better idea since this is an original but sunrise has a very good track record i'm I, I'm pretty positive that this is going to be at least a solid show. It'll be really interesting to see how it progresses from my expectations, whether it's good to great to amazing. So looking forward to seeing The Witch from Mercury. Next up is a show that looks like a Pete show, but it was actually um, Pat told me to throw this on here. And that is My Master Has No Tail. Mamida is a shape-shifting Tanuki girl who dreams of becoming a human someday. One day she turns into a black-haired beauty and heads out to Osaka, but is soon discovered. One beautiful woman relentlessly says to the depressed Mamida, Go back to where you came from. Wow, where did I hear that before? Calls herself a Rakugoga, a Rakugo storyteller. The Taisho Rakugo fantasy that will make your smile begins here. So we are getting a slice of life supernatural i'm assuming kind of comedy rakugo storytelling kind of similar to minus the supernatural the ever popular manga akane banashi so gentlemen want to get your thoughts on my master has no tail uh i saw the historical theme and i was like wow we get two of them this season that's cool uh and i read the synopsis as well and i was like oh, this sounds like it could be cool like I don't know if it's based in historical Japan and it talks about, I guess, oppression and, or in this case, I guess, would it be, I guess it's racism or maybe xenophobia, depending on if they're, you know, what, why she dislikes the, the Tanuki girl. Um, I don't know. I thought it could be interesting to, to see what happens, but I also thought to myself, yeah, this looks like a Pete show. Um, the art style reminded me of Taisho, Tony yep. Fairy Tale as well made by Lidden Films as well, who are a pretty solid studio. You know, they don't have any, like, super bangers, but they're always, like, solid shows, I feel like. You know? Always, like, 7 out of 10 material. Again, that, th those were my main thoughts going into it, and uh, I don't know, a Tanuki. Oh, they Tanuki's... did. <laughs> Other Side Picnic. Oh, what a banger. Best show of all time. What a banger yeah. that one was. Well, they do, they do. Uh, yeah, 7 out of 10. There you go. Um, I, I don't know anything about that. Oh, I that, that was the lesbian baby one right um lesbian portal going through shotgun wielding um, lesbians fight elder chores yeah nice okay cool i wish um, it's as good as that description <laughs> yeah uh i don't know tanukis are fun characters too knowing what their their lore in ja in japan is is really really funny i think a female tanuki especially is a funny idea where are the balls you know 
Yeah, that's the big question, right? Hoiki Kentama is how you would say large balls in Japanese. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and Tanuki notoriously always, no matter what the lore is, have Koinki. Okay, I don't know if we're getting large right, but Kentama is balls, and Oiki I think is large. So what he said. So yeah. there you go. Um, I don't know. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Could be cool. Could be cool. Um. As you can see, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah. for myself, though, um, in terms of stuff I'm interested in that's original. So, um, yeah, Pete, what about you? What yeah, you so I guess in terms of anime content, we really only have Rakugo Shinju in terms of Rakugo anime storytelling, stuff like that, which is a very serious drama, where currently in Shonen Jump, we have Akane Banashi, which is a comedy-driven uh, Rakugo storytelling, which is... A nice change of pace from... So this is leaning more towards the Akane Banashi side, which I'm a big fan of. I'm looking forward to checking out this show. I really knew nothing about it other than I thought that it was... Like, I thought it was like an Iashiki. I thought this was going to be like a healing anime because the main character, I believe, is... Or one of the main characters is a raccoon. So I was like, oh, it's Raftalia and they're going to do cute stuff. So that's kind of like what I was thinking. I honestly didn't even know it was about Rakugo until right now. Uh, yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I like the more silly side of Rakugo because it's not always... The storytelling that they tell in Rakugo doesn't always have to be a serious drama like it's portrayed in Rakugo Shinju. It can be funny as well. So I think this is going to be a cute storytelling anime. I'm going to put this in, like, honestly... It's not even going to be close to must-watch. I don't even know if I would put it in considerate because we've only had one real Rakugo show check this out if your power goes out and you're bored and for some reason Crunchyroll the only show it's going to load is this one so that's my recommendation <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know what Pete said like well, uh either. I've, I've been drinking <laughs> okay. I, I don't think it's like I don't think it's that bad I, I again my cop-out answer is like you know if this is your kind of show right like just looking at this it reminds me of taisho fairy tale just looking at it it you know i, I haven't watched rakugu shinju or anything but i mean i don't know it looks like it could be like cute and fun and uh happy and it's just like yay it's like a good time and we all have a, have a good time together so like if you like things like that you know go ahead i don't doesn't say it's a comedy. So, it just it just from like the um, the still shots that I saw, it mm -hmm. looks like they were like laughing and having fun. So I'm assuming it's going to be more along the lines of silly. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's fair. I think so too. I mean, yeah, I think this is like a you had a hard day and you just want to sit down with a little nice little cup of cup of tea and be cheered up a little bit. <laughs> to sit down with a, a mixed drink. There we go. Um, <laughs> and, and watch what Raftalia was doing before Nalphamy enslaved her. Yeah. Then, and I, I, I know that's not canonically how that happened. Let's go then with it. Watch, watch this show. Really, you know that, Miles? That that canonically is not how that happened? Damn. Um, I meant that Nalphamy wasn't the first person to enslave Raftalia. Uh, so, yeah. Well, it's like, it's there's one step. Set 
asphalt. <laughs> yeah, he has yeah, one but, degree of separation from her. But the, tra but the transitive property, I think, would still have. Oh, you know what? She gets unenslaved, and then he re-enslaves her. So actually, he is. Never yeah. mind. There you go. Good job. <laughs> so your joke was good. It was really, really good. I'm so we glad we there. explained it. And that, which is how better. that's the sign of a good joke when yeah. you have to explain it. <laughs> yeah, and when you have to pick it apart to make it make sense. I I like that. Um. I you know the sign that this is a comedy to me ironically is the fact that in the synopsis it says go back to where you came from but it expects us to believe that those are the two main characters and it's, it's still an anime you know like that looks like this you know there's no way that this is like some serious critique on racism right like there's just no, no way there's no. no that's so it, it has to be comedic in some way then because <laughs> otherwise that line doesn't make any sense or or wouldn't be like such a sticking point so i imagine it's just someone who is like i don't want to deal with supernatural spirits go back to where you come from those spirits are such a hassle and then she's like let me tell you stories and then she does i like that you guys don't have to watch the show anymore i did the whole show thank you it. miles <laughs> yeah roll credits there we go um my master has no tail what's the title for too like what what is that title i'm curious um is it a pun on like tail, like T A L E, and then tail, like maybe it's a tailless oh, Tanuki now or whatever. Yeah, but how would that work? Well, so translate the Japanese title then, please. Uh, uh, Miles, <laughs> Mister Expert at yeah, Japanese. Yeah, you you've you've done Duolingo before. What does that mean? I, I uh, let me read it. Give me a second. Kutanmono is translate. vegetables. <laughs> Google. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, the direct translation uh, in Japanese is "My master has no tail." Hey, look at that! So, <laughs> so, so, so I guess like it's a, but is that a pun because they know that a lot of Japanese people can translate it to English? Because like I can't imagine it's also a pun in Japanese, right? Like you know, like so, tail and tail being the same word in okay, Japanese okay, wait, is highly unlikely. Home. So, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know Japanese well stuff. enough to do that. I, I've no, been, I yeah. think this is compelling it, stuff. Well, this is, it's, Pete, this is why you edit the podcast. That's no, why. this is this is compelling in the sense that like it's relevant to how language works, and that's why it's cool, right? Like, like you know, like a pun in English is not going to be a pun in Japanese unless it's an incredibly, incredibly well thought out pun. So if that's the case, then this show might be a four. <laughs> And then otherwise, it's going to be even worse. And it'll be whatever it is. But I don't care. We talked about it for 20 minutes somehow. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think it's more along the lines of the fact of, like, one of the characters is, like, a raccoon who turns into a human. And one of the other characters is not a raccoon and is a human. And then they don't have a tail. And then one of the characters does have a tail. I think it's along the lines of that. So, it's the no, master it of be. the house, though. Because it's Uchi, which is mean... Uchi means house. That's so interesting. Washipu. I guess this is a must-watch for episode one to find out who has a tail or not. <laughs> Shisho is master, right? It's like the... Um... Yeah. Yeah, Shisho is master. And then Shipu must be... Has? No, tail. Shipu must be tail. Yeah. Yeah, you... Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> What does Shippuden mean? Like in Naruto Shippuden? It means sequel. I don't know. Um, damn, no I laughs. Okay. Um, do we have any final? Do we have any final thoughts on my master yeah, has know, no Pete, tail? For, 
if people for a joke to get laughs, it has to be funny. Here, let me um, dissect it real quick. Yeah, well, that that's why. <laughs> that's we're, why we're it wasn't also... funny. <laughs> cut all of this. Just cut the entire thing. No, no this is this is great content. Oh, this I is hilarious content. Oh, it's so good. We're we're fantastic. So yeah, if you like raccoons telling stories, go check out my master has no tail. Gentlemen, we're moving on to our last non-sequel of the day. That is The Eminence in Shadow. Great heroes and diabolical villains are the types of characters that people long to be. But not Sid. In his previous life in modern-day Japan, he was not able to achieve. But now, reborn into a magical world, he will show his true eminence of shadow. Uh, this is a reincarnation action comedy fantasy, maybe isekai? Uh, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on The Eminence in Shadow. So, th this show was pitched to me as Konosuba uh, meets Overlord. Um, and that sounded interesting to me, uh, because, like, in theory, Overlord should be an interesting show. And I think doing something like Overlord, but as, like, a comedy would make it a lot more interesting because in a comedy, it's a lot easier to have someone who's like 5D chessing everyone and overpowered and stuff like Ainz is without it ruining any possible dramatic tension that the show may have, as is the case with Overlord. Because, I mean, I, I guess you're not watching Overlord because you think Ainz might lose, but that's neither here nor there. So this, this seems like it could be fun, but it's an anime comedy and it's an isekai, so like, also, it could be terrible. I'm putting this between, like, is this either, like, a 4 or, like, an 8? That's, like, the two options for this for me, in my opinion. But, like, I, I guess it could surprise me, too, because, like, I, I'm a big fan of um, the other parody isekai that isn't Konosuba. Realist Hero? No, no. Oh, uh, Cautious Hero. Cautious Hero. That's um, Realist so... Hero. <laughs> Don't watch that one. No. You know, so I actually do kind of like isekai parody uh, animes a fair amount. So I, I'm excited to at least give this a try. Um, and we'll see if it's any good or not. I knew nothing about this before just now. Studio Nexus is really well known. Yes. Uh, if you look at that list. <laughs> we got Darwin's Game and like three other random like girl shows and then this so we'll see yo, yo comic girl go. slaps low-key all right so whoever is listening and knows pete and the podcast that's a horrible sign for this show um we'll, we'll have to see what the eminence and shadow has to offer i like the cover art though what like the blurry character in the front interests me like what what does that mean or, or is it not anything at all and i'm just overlooking or over anticipating stuff in the show you know like am i giving it too much credit i don't know i really i i'm at a loss for words because i i like konosuba so much that it's like why do i need another one you know just give me more konosuba it does so, seem like it's like totally different than konosuba right that too right where it's not meant to be what konosuba is it's meant to be more something different i i can't even I don't know. My brain's not working on this show for some Less reason. like happy-go-lucky, maybe, and more yeah. sort of uh, mwahaha. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the right. scenes, pulling the strings. Yeah. You know, that, What's you know, the word for that, Pete? Um, diabolical. Who knows? <laughs> 
my brain is also not working, but for different reasons. Uh, for me, I, let's see, a little concerns when I go to the front page of it on Mal, it shows 10 characters. One of them is a male, nine of them are females. So that that's not listed as a harem is kind of surprising because it just has like screams harem fantasy written all over it. However, like Miles said, if it has anything to do with Konosuba or if it's even, even if it's Konosuba light, if this is the bush light of Konosuba, I'm gonna drink it. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy this and give it a seven. Uh, it has a decent score on Mal. I think like it's light novel is like an 8.3 or 8.4, which is pretty solid. I would hopefully people have good taste where I can base what I think of this show off of its light novel score, but it also has a spinoff. So which shows that it's popular enough to have a, a spinoff manga, even though it's a light novel. So I think that this is, this is probably beyond like my back burner. I feel like where if I'm watching I think right now I'm at like 20-some shows. This will probably be like the 14th show that I watch for the week. That's kind of the vibes I'm getting with this. But I I hope I'm I hope I'm wrong. And I think this isn't the one that's on Disney Plus, is it? I don't think it is. I don't I, no I know Disney Plus is getting Bleach, Time Machine Blues, and something else. I wasn't sure if this was the third one. So hopefully it's not on Disney Plus and I can enjoy it on Crunchyroll. Um on high dive high dive so, okay yeah cool um yeah so i mean all the girls besides either his sister or wife i wonder which one <laughs> yeah which one's his wife maybe <laughs> both who knows <laughs> um are just named after letters of the greek alphabet yeah i was gonna say that yeah yeah so i don't know how yeah, I mean, it is a parody so i imagine at least one of them will be like albedo-y towards him but um I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what it's like. I, it could for sure be like a harem or whatever, but if it's a parody, that's why you gotta, you know, Konosuba has one man and like 60 dudes. So, or one man and like 60 women or whatever, like the ratio there isn't And it's a harem. So, um, eh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like kind of one. Um, but, oh, if you, if you, okay. Right, you click on more characters, you scroll down. Yep. Uh, <laughs> like fifteen characters. You got this guy. You got you got some dude. Jack yeah. emo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so of the sixteen listed characters, two of them are male. Three. Yep. Three. Okay. Oh yeah, this guy who doesn't even have a color photo. Yeah. Also... <laughs> he must be real important. <laughs> I was going to comment the Greek alphabet thing, and then Miles stole my thunder. Um, the only other thing I just noticed, though, looking at it, it has some pretty famous voice actresses, like Rem's voice actresses here, and obviously she's done a ton of other parts. I recognize Alpha, Alpha's voice actress a lot as well. She's just um, doing power. And, along, and again, she's a very famous one as well. Uh, and then... Yeah, I know. It's very... It, it seems like there's a lot of budget being thrown into it for something coming from Studio Nexus, which is not a very big studio. So, um, we'll have to see. I don't know. Well, maybe that means the animation's going to be really shitty. Uh, I hope not. Um, oh, Nexus did Chivalry of a Failed Knight, which is okay. Yeah, that's solid. I couldn't tell you. So, <laughs> It's a good version of the Asterix Wars. Yes. Yes, it is. 
don't know what that show is either. So. It's a bad version of Chivalry of the Family. There you go. <laughs> yeah, shit, now I know. There you go. We've come full circle. There we go. All right. Uh, I would say, yeah, watch this if you like Isekai. If not, who gives a shit? There you go. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> the the main character, I, I think I'm the only one that watched Misfit at Demon King Academy, but uh, uh, Anos Voldigold vibes, kind of, it looks like, where he's a little bit more um, like a tactician than just full-forced, bland isekai protagonist who just fights shit. So hopefully it's more like Anos and less like, I don't know, Kirito or something. I had to, sorry. Had to. My bad. Okay, cool. Uh, that's our wrap up our non-sequels. We're going to move into, we have three sequels that we are going to talk about. The first one is, I think a show that we all thoroughly enjoyed. That is going to be Spy Family. The second part, it is the Inusan Crisis. So this is going to be like the first real, I'd say like mission that we get in terms of Spy Family. Where Lloyd is more like in a threat as his like spy with the government along with the hijinks of Anya and uh, Yor, and then we also get the inclusion of Best Dog Bond. So, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on Spy Family Part 2. Yeah, so I really liked Spy Family Part 1. Um, it's right below Birdie Wing in my all-time anime list. And... <laughs> Not even that's funny. I, that's I, funny. <laughs> I know it's not true. That was funny. So, I, um, and I, uh, I'm excited to see more from the characters. My only qualm with Spy Family Part One is that I feel like they didn't really flesh anyone who wasn't Lloyd out well enough. Um, and I think that Part Two uh, is a great chance to do that. I think Yor is like such an interesting character, but they kind of like only ever made jokes about her being an assassin. We never, like, saw her kill anyone. I mean, we after did. The first ep- after the first episode. There we go, there we go. Okay. You know, and so, like, I would like to see what she's assigned to do, and if it ever conflicts with what Lloyd's trying to do, and, like, that's, like, a dynamic that I'm I'm interested in, and right now it doesn't ever seem like that comes up. You know, obviously Anya is adorable, and I want to see more of her doing psychic shenanigans or whatever and having reaction faces and i'm excited to meet bond as well i don't know if bond's just a normal dog he's not he's, okay he, I, I assumed so because yeah. you know that's like the whole whole deal it's it's, it's not it's a so spoiler funny. he has clairvoyance Wait, he can see that he can, he can see, see the future. future he can see <laughs> the future it's so good it's so <laughs> fucking funny god okay. this shit is great did you end up that. reading the manga for this no i just know that he has clairvoyance or, okay or, because I I got that it's not again not really a spoiler because it's kind of they kind of hinted at it in the first season actually you'll also uh, find out the first episode of part two I can't wait I cannot wait to meet Bond I oh my god yeah so I mean I'm really excited for this um, I'm also excited for the episode where Yuri falls off a cliff and dies and no longer is in the anime so you know I'm I'm, I'm excited good news he's not in. Not really involved in the story too much, so thank God. Yeah, he was awful, man. That you know, I had Spy Family out of ten because after watching it, because I was so so blown away by how much fun I had watching a show on my own, and then I was able to watch it with my family, which you know ranges from a, a younger brother to an old eighty-four-year-old grandmother who was able to enjoy Anya. You know, like, it was kind of, like, a surreal moment that I was watching an anime that so many different people could like. I looked forward to it every Saturday or Sunday that it was airing. And 
Yeah, and then I thought about it more after, and how awful. I don't even. Yeah, Yuri. Like God, what an annoying, awful character. He alone, and and then also Miles had to ruin it for me by bringing up the fact that, you know, they also don't explore anyone other than Lloyd, like he kind of said so far, and. You know, Miles ruins all fun yeah, things. Yeah, this is um, this is gonna be tough because this is definitely a Lloyd focused arc. I don't care though because I still love it and it's gonna be a lot. Oh, of fun. I mean, it's I I, it's, it's really good. I just you know, I I it's like I want more. It's it's, just, it's so good. I want them to delve into like every character. You know what I mean? Like I, I need more of to, it. You'd expect them to do more. Um, and you're right. They really didn't explore much of your um yet. So. I, I'm hoping that'll come up a little more this season. Either way, Bond being the dog's name is just so funny on its own. I cannot wait. Yeah, can't wait to meet more Bond. Um, curious about Fiona Frost as well. The Nightfall. New... Yep. Nightfall. Whatever. I, I assume she's supposed to be, um, like, interested in Lloyd. Like, y- yeah. Bond, so, uh, night. Nightfall is like Lloyd's uh, spy partner, essentially, when they have to like do missions. But Nightfall lo- is in love with Lloyd, but she is right. a what is it? She's like she she can't show emotion. She's like a super serious all the time, but she like inside she's like a teenage girl when she sees Lloyd. So it's a pretty funny character. Oh, that reminds me of like the, one of the positive things I had of on Nonbaka. Where there was like the warden or whatever who it, that, that like, that's, that's a perfect example. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nightfall is very warden of Nanbaka esque. Can't believe that's a positive, but that's that is that's fair. Um, but yeah, Anya, give me more Anya. Let's let's watch more Spy Family, and uh, yeah, as long as they just don't sexualize her like they did in the first one. <laughs> Fuck you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe that that was a, I, I like what, what an awful, awful TikTok that was. That person does not deserve human rights. I think <laughs> human like, like honestly, what a take that someone can have. No, for sure. So some good things. We already got announced that Bump of Chicken is doing the LP. So they are an elite anime OP opening band. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the full version of the song. It sounded fantastic. The sound design from part one was incredible along with like the OP and ED itself. So I'm expecting that you want Anna hijinks. We get it. And it's even elevated more because we get bond and bond is attached to the hip with Anya. So mm-hmm. we get like a great dynamic between someone who could read minds and someone who could see the future. It's a, it's a super fun dynamic. Nightfall is a great addition to the cast as well. I can't wait till when we get the third season, when you get to see Nightfall and Lloyd do their shit, is the best tournament arc in Shonen. I can't wait, but we're going to have to because, God, oh, I can't wait for that arc to happen. But this is a, I'd say, let me put this in quotations, serious arc because it deals with, like, Lloyd trying to save, like, essentially the world in this crisis that they're dealing with. And, you know, Anya gets thrown into it by accident. Yor gets thrown into it by accident, kind of like that happened with season one. Expect that in season two as well. It's a great time. I can't wait. It's probably going to be a 10 for me again because I've I've read the manga. All the manga's right behind me. I know exactly what's going to happen, and I can't wait. It's super fun. I love Bond. He's such a good boy, and he just makes, he makes my heart grow three times larger. I'm going to die after this episode, so... 
yeah, can't wait for Spy Family. I think this is a must watch if you have if you watch part one. If you haven't watched part one, go watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know, just to mirror everything that Pete just said or echo it, I suppose. Go watch this awesome show. Really excited to see more. Uh, and I expect we'll get more than two seasons. Uh, and I I just kind of wanted it to keep going forever. It's a really, really fun show. And I can't, I, I can't wait. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something to say other than like, the show is good and watch it, but I, I'm out of them. And people know about Spy Family, so, you know, go go watch Spy Family. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, the show is good. Go watch it. All right, let's move on to the, the show I really, really care let's about. Let's do it. All righty, everybody. We're moving on to the next sequel, the most important sequel to come out in the history of sequels other than the uh, other two sequels from this series. Uh, uh, we're talking Golden Kamui Season 4. Uh, I believe it's been about a year and a half or so since we last got Golden Kamui. I don't even know what else to say. It's Golden Kamui. We're going to be seeing dick jokes. We're going to be seeing eating animal brain jokes. We're going to be seeing Hina Hinas. We're going to be seeing uh, people peeing on each other's eyeballs to try and like detach them from their their suit ja uh, jacket buttons. Like We're going to be seeing... Uh, what the fuck is going on with Ogata? You know what, was what that is? Sentence? Yep, that's right. Okay. Watch Why Golden Kamui. <laughs> Why are they? Watch season them? three, baby. I uh, I'll just say it because my, I think Miles will love this, and it's not a spoiler. But basically, because like believe it or not, when they get separated, when Sugimoto and Asirpa get separated, they get reunited at some point in the show. Believe it or not, but when they get reunited, uh, Asirpa hugs. Sugimoto, and that and it's like this super serious like they've been building the whole season to get to this they've killed people been traveling across the arctic ocean or arctic ocean yep. and to the strait or whatever to get to russia and they're hugging and then they go to pull away and asirpa's eye i uh eyelid has frozen solid uh, or frozen to one of Sugimoto's buttons on his military jacket, and it becomes a slapstick scene where I think Shiraishi goes, "Oh, let me just pee on it so that it'll warm it up and yep. like cool down." And it's just the it's... that's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Golden Kamui. That... I, I I can't say any more to like back it up. That's what we call the business peak fiction, right mm -hmm. there, baby. Uh, yeah, I, must watch. Yeah, there you go. That's I, why I got nothing else. <laughs> I finished season three. I would say maybe a month ago. I the last like three or four episodes were just like I need season four right now. Ogata and just who he is as a person just continues to grow as a character. I never know what to expect from this cast because. I don't know if you could say anybody is necessarily like good or bad or like what the, what drives them or like what they're willing to do to get to the gold. It, it's just so fascinating. And we, we see that with a couple of characters from the end of season three. And it, it's just a wonderful story where I can't believe this isn't tagged as a comedy, to be honest. It's, it's hilarious, but at the same time, it's deep and personal. The bonds that these people have with the adventures that they go on are like that of any like fantastic adventure that I've watched, like a place for the, in the universe or something like that. 
the bonds between like Sugimoto and Asripa are just like incredible. I love their bond. And I'm I'm here for the journey. I can't wait for season four. It's one of my it's just it's just that this season is so stacked where this would probably be my most looked forward to sequel like nine seasons out of ten, but for this season it's like my fourth most looked forward to sequel. And that being said, I gave seasons one through three nines. So that being said, I think yeah, absolute must watch. If you have watched, obviously, if you've watched the first three seasons of Golden Kamui, you're watching season four. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Golden Kamui is a fantastic show. Ignore the CGI bear or wolf or whatever, and just go watch the fucking show because yep. it's so funny, and and it will never let you down. I don't think. Miles, do you have any uh, any chance of you catching up? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> glad we got that not not for this season like in my life sure but uh you know i, I do like golden kamui if you like golden kamui obviously watch it uh you know i'm just too busy watching a remo for watch club true true glad you said that so yeah two must watches for me and pat miles is a loser and he's sitting on the bench for this one so uh last but not least we are getting to pat's favorite dynamic of a show that is psychics it is a show that I think, yeah, that's right. Take the heads off. I have mob tattooed. Yeah, Where's my use the bathroom? Mob Psycho season three. Go have fun with that. You guys do your thing. We'll do. Pat's gonna go pee while we're recording, and I'm going to show everybody my mob tattoo. I love Mob Psycho. It's fucking incredible. It's one of my top ten of all time. I love Mob. Reagan is my favorite uh, anime character ever. I, I I'm so intrigued to know what happens. It's crazy that I haven't been spoiled of what happens next. Miles, where exactly are you on Mob? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm obviously not the Mob fan you are, but I do very much like Mob Psycho, and I'm excited to see more. The characters are so good. The, you know, plot and story is interesting, and I think it does a very good job of carrying us along for these characters' journeys and personal growth and all of that. Mob is just such a good boy. Um, very good boy. And I'm excited to see where he goes. And Reagan has had outstanding character development. And I'm excited to see now that he's sort of had that, you know, that pivotal moment or whatever, where he goes from here and how the relationship develops. Now that things are more out in the open, let's say. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to watch it. You know, I, I think if you haven't gone and watched Mob Psycho, you're, you're missing out. It's a very good show, very enjoyable, amazing characters, uh, fantastic animation in Sakuga, if that's your type of thing. So definitely check it out. If you like it, season three will be waiting for you. Yep. Caught up. Yep. I think that this is this. I do think that this is the only show this season that has a chance for me personally to be anime of the year good enough, where it's going to be not only a 10 but an elite level of what we've gotten this year. I thought season two was an absolute masterpiece. It was my anime of the year when it aired. The range is so wide open for what the story can do. They have a lot of the dynamics in the team that mob is kind of centered around set. And the focus of the, the main villain of claw essentially defeated. So I'm really intrigued to see what they're going to do in the third season. Are they going to finish the manga uh, like, are they going to take the adaptation of what's left and finish it? I think so. So I hope it's not rushed, but I I, I can't wait. I love Mob so much. 
if you are like emotionally attached to the show at all and you watch the OP, it is just incredible in terms of storytelling. This is going to be my most looked forward to show this season. I I I I'm obsessed with Mob. Obviously, you saw the tat. It's going to be just absolutely incredible. Of course, it's a must watch. Yeah, if you ha- if you haven't watched Mob Psycho, you need to go watch it right now. You don't have to. No, you do. You don't care about it. It's and it's the law. You do, you do, even if you hate psychics like Pat. There's still so much good about Mob Psycho that doesn't even involve psychics that Miles can attest to as well. Where it has nothing to do with their powers. It's like the dynamic, uh, like interactions between the characters themselves is more than anything than like the fights. Yeah, I mean, I I would definitely say that. Um, you know, like they, they do have powers, and the powers will probably annoy you. But also, I think that it really is just a vehicle to to do the character work, really more than anything. Um, because the characters are really good <laughs> in yeah. the show. Yeah, you know that's definitely the main draw, at least for me. For sure. Uh, that's going to conclude the shows that we are discussing as a group, gentlemen. Are there any other shows that we didn't talk about that you want to mention that you were planning on watching, and just your thoughts on anything else that we missed? Yeah. So this is the first time since we've been doing this that we didn't cover every show that I might be checking out in a given season. Um. So there are a few shows. Um. Reincarnated as a Sword is an isekai that I am going to be checking out. Uh, the light novel is very, very popular. I don't really understand how it'll work, but I'm actually intrigued enough to find out. Um, I'm not necessarily... I don't think it's something I might like, but I do... I remember being intrigued about it when I heard about the novel, and I want to check out the anime, and I think if you like isekai, it's definitely something that you will like. I would suggest checking that out. Um, there's also... Um, Housing Complex C, which is a horror that's coming out that I'm excited about watching. It's spooky season soon. Yes, sir. And I love me some horror. Uh, anime does a okay job at horror, but I, I'm down to give this a go, uh, and we'll see how it goes. There's I'm the Villainous, so I'm Taming the Final Boss, which is another sort of fantasy thing, but it, it reminds me, you know, it's sort of like a romance shoujo kind of take on that. Those are becoming more popular since uh, the other villainous, um, you know, showed up on the scene, and that's something that I might be checking out. Um, and lastly, there is Four People and Their Respective Lies, which is a comedy that I'm going to be checking out about four friends who have a lie hidden from each other. That looks great. Yeah, so, we'll, I, I could also see it being awful, but I am true excited to watch it. <laughs> Pat, how about you? Nice. Uh, I've got a couple shows that just caught my eye. Not necessarily anything that would, that I'd watch though, um, or, or go out of my way to like watch all the way through, unless it turns out to be good. But uh, more than a married couple, but not lovers. That art style is kind of nice. I like the color palette. Could be funny, although I feel like the when I read the synopsis, I was then like, oh, be that great. Uh, Romantic Killer just got it just got announced too. I think yes. a couple days ago. Yep. Um, seems like it could be fun. Uh, it's an O and A, I believe, or something, or o- OVA. Uh, O and A. Uh, so it'll be a couple episodes. Um, the show seems interesting. Uh, gamer, cute woman, being attracted to someone like a man. You know, it's adult romance kind of. That's at least what it seems like. I don't know if it's actually adults or not. I think it is. Um. Oh, it's high schooler. God damn it. All right. Well, <laughs> either way, 
Um, maybe it'll be a fun show. Uh, again, like uh, gamer romance, sometimes they're fun. Uh, I'm excited for Bleach getting its next season, not because I care about Bleach, but because uh, it means I'm what we're one step closer to Kenshin getting its uh, restart. <laughs> um, and then I'm ex- actually excited about a couple movies that are coming out. Obviously, the big one being Makoto Shinkai's next film. Uh, I believe it's uh, English. That's not the is... big one. It, 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 well, it's it's the big one. For everybody. Yeah, what's the real big one, Pat? The real big one for me, of course, <laughs> is, is Progressive. Uh, progressive second movie. SAO Progressive second movie coming. Shurzo the Deep Knight delayed a little bit, but that's coming soon too. And then lastly, there's this interesting thing going on where two different studios are working on a movie, uh, but they're two different movies. One is called To the Only Me Who Loved You, and the other one is called To All of You That I Loved. And it's got the same main guy, two different girls and the you look at the cover art of both and it's like a reflection and it's supposed to be something about parallel worlds or something and i i don't know i'm fascinated by this i i don't know if i'll like it or not because i don't usually love supernatural stuff but it sounds interesting at the very least so yeah there you go those are my that's my uh things to watch out for this season right on uh Along with everything that they said a couple of the things that i'll be checking out the urusei yatsura um uh, essentially getting the fruit basket remake uh it is a classic that is getting a full adaptation it's 46 episodes i'm looking forward to checking that out since i i don't really know anything about that that was before my time type of thing and the fact that it's getting fully remastered and it's cool it has a cool um if you watch like the pv it looks like it's made in the 90s but it's polished where it looks like it was made in 2022 so i like that dynamic it'd be really interesting to see how the art is um akiba maid war uh it is about uh maids uh cafe maids in akihabara i think essentially going to war with each other i believe it's a comedy this isn't tagged since it's an original but it the premise of that looks hilarious eternal boys it is a story about six middle-aged men who failed in their life so they become a boy band uh really looking forward to eternal boys especially since we're getting two cores i have no idea how that is going to be portrayed but i just the premise is just it's it's perfect love flops uh it's a rom-com so i'm gonna watch it i have literally have no idea what it's about it's a a rom-com original and last but not least is bochi the rock which is a musical anime of like four girls starting a band wasn't originally going to watch this but the pv came out a few days ago being made by Cloverworks, it looks significantly better than what I thought it was going to be. The 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 character interactions that I like in in terms of like cute girl comedy, something like Hitori Bochi or Asobiaso Base, they have that dynamic and characteristics and that comedy sense that I really enjoy. So if you like that style of comedy, I think we're going to get that with Bochi the Rock, except it's going to be more slice of life slash musical, but the comedy and the PV was wonderful. So those are some of the other ones I'm going to check out, along with everything else that I even think we covered. There's like six more shows that I think I'm going to be watching, at least giving it a chance. Like the ASMR one, like I'm sure I'm going to drop that, but I'm going to give it a shot. It'll be really interesting to see how that one goes. So you're going to give the ASMR one a shot. I am going to give it a shot. Okay. Yeah. You know why, Miles? Because why? I'm I'm trash, and I've embraced. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, 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 and yeah, I have it's, I have embraced the trash. So I, yeah. 
that I mean, I think that I literally think I have twenty six shows on my plan to watch next season. So the beauty of maybe it's not the beauty, but living in Minnesota, it's cold, can't go outside that much. I can watch a lot of anime, so I, I'm I'm really looking forward to the fall. So gentlemen, before we head out, any last thoughts or things you want to get off your chest before we, we go bye bye? Don't watch the ASMR anime people. <laughs> probably yeah. probably don't do that. <laughs> cool awesome if you have made this far and you want to support us the best way to do so like comment subscribe leave a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on uh normally i would recommend you checking out our episodes next week maybe skip it because we're watching a rebo and i don't know if i want to recommend people watching our podcast for remo but if you like a rebo check out the podcast next week otherwise in two weeks uh we will be doing the review of the finishing up summer anime so that's i'm really looking forward to talking about shows like made in abyss how that is my probably front runner for anime of the year it's just absolutely incredible and surprise shows like uh the yakuza babysitter show so if you're looking forward to that hopefully you wrap up all your summer anime by then and check out our review so miles and pat thank you so much for joining me and everybody else we will see you next time bye